You ever watch that? The what? You ever uh, you ever watched his? He had an MVP or a Cy Young award like interview once or whatever, and he was hanging out with all of his friends, and all of his friends look like they're all like some part of some <laughs> choir. No, I like didn't. some dude with. Well, I think he cleaned up, but you know he has longer hair. Um, I you know, right like all buttoned up and then all his buddies are all like these like total um like nerd kind of looking dudes <laughs> but he chose to have them around when he got honored with the whatever that word was on national tv and like this guy is the best <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm John. I'm the father to Malcolm, who's one years old or one year old. And I thought I was done with the ghost hunting shows, but watching Ghost Brothers this week reeled me back in. Ghost Brothers? Is it like Property Brothers, but ghosts? <laughs> They're ghost hunting brothers. Okay. Which so channel? Brothers. Which, which channel? Uh, Destination America, which ironically has just turned into all like the the ghost shows. <laughs> and is it that guy that does? Um, he has that one show where it's like the secret, like the secrets of the underground or whatever. Oh, um, Don Wildman or whatever his name is. I don't know. I watch he's like super over dramatic about his whenever yep. he's on camera. I watch him. Uh, I watch him a lot too. <laughs> Right on. Well, I'm Anton. I'm father to Ginny, who uh, will be four in December. Um, but she talks like she's a teenager. I swear to God. And Ellis, who uh, is now one year old, and who wa- was reported to have walked two months ago by Grandma, um, but that was uh, yep. fake news. But was- uh, he's now walking. Nice. Yeah. I mean, no longer fake news. It's it's real news, but now it's more like, oh man, what's he getting into? So Anson and I, we've known each other for over 20 years, and we spend our time on this podcast talking about all of the pop culture that we've loved, continue to love, or things that we're just kind of getting rid of now that we have our new fatherly perspectives. Or, really, we're just getting older and you need y'all to get off our lawns yeah i mean every day just feel older and older every every morning i'll like wake (laughs) up and then the joints hurt just a little bit more it takes a little bit longer or uh it takes a little bit longer for your just to to like you know just get on track yeah dude god Hashtag yep. old. Hashtag old. Yeah. Hashtag vintage. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess a couple of updates from uh, our last pod. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, at least from my side, we talked about the reboots and the remakes. Um, a total recall. The, the Colin Farrell uh, version is actually on FX, FXM, Fox Movies, FX Movies mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. Um, so I started watching it. I haven't finished it, but uh, the early reports are I'm not mad at it. To be honest, yeah. no, yeah. I'm, I'm not mad. It's like uh, it, it's weird because when you look back at the original Total Recall, like there's a level of camp to it mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but that's well, that's what all '80s action movies were, particularly ones with like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah. But like, I feel like in 2015 or 20, whenever it was made, 2014. Um, or even earlier, like I think the film takes itself a little bit more seriously, mm-hmm. but all films do. Yeah. Um, so, actually, again, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at it. They there were some aspects, uh, at least early in in the film, that I saw that like I kind of liked what they did with it. Um, you know, it's uh like. In the original Arnold Schwarzenegger, like his uh, his wife was like Sharon Stone, mm-hmm. and then the other um, woman who I don't remember what the actress's name was, um, you know, she's yeah, also, she was right. also like she was a uh, a person of color, so mm-hmm. that was that was kind of cool. Like this one, Colin Farrell goes from like his wife is Kate Beckinsale. And then the other one is like Jessica Biel. And it's like, okay. mm, that's, you know, e- either way you go, you're probably good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, was it was it pretty reminiscent of the original Total Recall? Yes, you know, um, in the sense that the story sounds like it's pretty much the same. I think there's a little bit more uh, politics in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I'm only like, you know, a third of the way through. Yeah. Uh, but it looks cool. It like it looks cool. It looks futuristic. It's 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 probably made in the only way that you could make a film like that right now. Right. Hmm. But I'm going to finish watching it and I'll report back. Report back. Um, yeah. I also listened to, uh, per your suggestion, the rewatchables, the one about uh, Scream. Uh-huh. That was a really good one. It was. And then I'm halfway through the face-off one, which is hilarious. It is, man. You know, it's it's weird because you know how um, they do the, they did the live show at Largo, mm-hmm. which is where how did this get made? Right, they do their live shows also. Yeah, and if you think about it, like the rewatchables is basically how did this get made, but for like good movies. Yeah, although they actually did face off on how did this get made at Largo, I think. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, yeah, the rewatchable. Well, well, I think Face Off is one of those that kind of like transcends, you know, good and bad, right? 
or you know it's it's just yeah you just have to talk about it yeah um actually thinking about the rewatchables i just thought of this real quick but uh what other films do you think they should they should talk about because uh, I well, feel like I, a lot I feel like a lot of them have like the nineties are mm-hmm. they so seem have. yeah, they they just seem to just fall into the to to nineties movies, which you know I guess makes sense because the writers and the contributors we're all probably watching films of this era and that's like the most impressionable. Right. And that's when it have the most impact for them. But I'm trying to think if there's anything that you'd really want them to want them to do. Well, I feel like they're going to do Con Air at some point. That's true. Yeah. I mean, with Bill Simmons and Shay Serrano, both loving action, like big, crazy action movies and prison movies. <laughs> do you think that like Bill Simmons has a boner for Shea Serrano <laughs> I kind of feel like there's I think Bill Simmons is kind of in love with Shea Serrano I, well he might be his like that might be his um, his kindred spirit man that's true yeah and like he it's one of those like no one gets him the way that Chase Serrano probably gets him. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's a. I mean, for me, it has to be that thing you do, man. Uh yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but it I, seems like it's a quintessential. I mean, that might be a movie that you know it might have to go to um, Allison Herman and the other crew. I feel like. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Bill Simmons and uh, Jason Concepcion and Shay and um, the other guy, they'll probably stick to the most rewatchable action movies. Yeah. I'd be down for um, Ronin, too. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point, they're probably going to do Swingers. Yeah, they have to do Swingers. And... Especially when it's like most quotable line, like, right, and like what? Uh, yeah, that's a fun pod, man. That's that's a really, really good one. Yeah, they were late this week because uh, I guess because yeah, for the pod, the live show, and I was totally disappointed last Friday when it wasn't out. <laughs> I was looking really. I was looking for. I think it was Thursday or Fridays when they release their new episodes. Cool. Any other updates? Um, oh, just a kind of a throwback to I think it's maybe the second or third episode that we recorded where mm-hmm. you were watching like Naked and Afraid a lot. Yeah. Um, when when we were in Boston uh, last month or earlier in the month, um, on the hotel, like that's what we would like leave the TV on once the kids ended up falling asleep. Right. And uh yeah, we binged a few and then we got back and we were like <laughs> we're like, Oh, what's on demand? So we're like, Okay, we saw this one, saw this one, saw this one. So yeah, we kind of Tess and I kinda of got on the naked and afraid train. Um, yeah. There's something kinda of like 
There's something obviously compelling about it, right? Not that they're naked, but the just the horror in, in a sense that they're experiencing most of the time. Yeah, and then you know you take for granted like um you take for granted stuff like fire and warmth mm-hmm. and like being away from mosquitoes cuz it seems like um that's the biggest complaint. Yeah. Like bugs, dude. Yeah, I mean like people would uh, people are hungry. Yeah. But they don't complain about hunger as much as they complain about being eaten alive by bugs. Yep. Like I'm like uh, some of the episodes I was watching were the the fan favorite or the fan episodes where they you know they go. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm like, as much as I watch these survival shows, I have no desire to um, at least for Naked and Afraid, I have no desire to do a survival show. Like naked and afraid. <laughs> yeah, neither, neither do I. Like, I remember thinking, like, yeah, I want, I want it to be really cool to just like, like super rough it one time. Yeah. And then I watch the show, and I'm like, nah, man, I'm cool. Um, any updates on your side? I'll have one later for what we're into. But speaking about Largo, like, how do we convince Tess and Hung to? Let us go to LA for a Largo live podcast listening. Dude, that's easy, trip. dude. Just <laughs> just tell Tess, hey, we're going to LA. Like, that's, that's it. That's, that's true. Who will probably be down for that, too. Yeah. And then, you know, they can watch the kids for a couple hours, and then, you know, we can watch the kids when they want to go do something. Right. Because I don't think Kung would be interested in any of the podcasts that we listen to live. <laughs> That's true. It would depend on the, it would depend on the movie, but yeah, the last few times that we've been to LA, I've been I, I check I check the Largo uh, schedule, but it hasn't lined up. But even if it has lined up, it, I think one time they were recording, but it was just too hard of a a trip because it was a really short trip. But I really want to go watch um, how this get made live. Tess would probably do like the the live um, binge mode with with, with Thrones. Oh, uh, they do that Largo too. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot! Nice. Yeah, I'm, 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 it would be cool if they could somehow line that up um, in like one weekend. Where they're doing the rewatchables and then they're doing a how did this get made? Especially, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, that was it. And then the other thing was like something that um, our friend Eric uh, shared with you on Facebook, the um, Karate Kid series. Yeah. Did you know about that when we recorded? No, I don't think I did know about that. That's funny because it's just it's, it's exactly what you brought up. <laughs> I know. I didn't know anything about that Karate Kid series. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, oh, crap. But I didn't say crap. I said, oh, shit. We were just talking yeah. about that. Yeah. So LaRusso, Daniel LaRusso and um, Zab- Johnny Lawrence are back. I didn't read the article, but I mean, except for the, the first part, because I was like, 
is this really happening? <laughs> is this a real is this a real uh, article? Well, the thing is, I don't know why Eric shared it with me because I'm not actually a, as big of a Karate Kid fan as some of my other friends. Yeah. Maybe uh, it's because um, of your softball team. That's true. Shout out Cobra Kai, <laughs> Twin Creeks, Twin Creeks multi multi time champion. I think multi multi season <sighs> champion. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah. Softball. I miss the playing softball. I kind of do miss playing softball too. Fong asked me to play soccer down there. Um, and I was just like, I'm way too out of shape to play soccer right now, dude. Like I need to, I'd need like a three to six month training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, Mike, I was watching the Warrior game today. I'm like, man, I need to, I, I need to get on to Kevin Looney's, um, Workout, workout routine, and, yeah, dude. Eating regimen, man. He's looking, looking spry. Yeah. On those surgically, surgically, maybe not surgically. He had surgery on his hips. I don't know if they're yeah. surgically repaired, but yeah. maybe there was, you know, maybe the surgery was done by Skynet. Maybe. I mean, he is like his shoulders do make him kind of look like a Terminator, though. Yeah. Well, let's move on to our main topic. It's Halloween this week. It is Halloween. One of, um, at least I, I claim it's one of my favorite holidays. Uh. And then, you know, right around summer, I'm like, ooh, what am I going to be for Halloween this year? But then September comes around and then October comes around. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Halloween's coming up and I got to, like, scramble for something. Yeah. Um, so this is, um, basically your second Halloween as a dad. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. so why don't you remind everyone or tell everyone what you dressed Malcolm as last year? Cause that was pretty dope. <laughs> Thanks. Last year I, we decided or we agreed to dress Malcolm up as Chucky from Child's Play. Yes, it was great. He was a two month old. Excellent work. Like was, Excellent work. Thank you. I couldn't do any of like the blood and the paint because then, you know, that's just, he was only two months at the time, but we figured when would be the best time for his body to really be um, similar to a murderous doll. A Chucky doll, yeah. A voodoo. Yeah, yep. A voodoo animated doll. Mm-hmm. In two months. Yep. <laughs> um, what are you dressing Malcolm as this year? Or is he dressing so, up this year? He is. Um, uh, I pushed back our recording time because I was working on the costume earlier today. But uh, since he is walking, like I mentioned, but he's still wobbly and sometimes he's walking with his hands straight up and like figuring out his balance. We decided to dress him up as Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Do you have bolts mm-hmm. bolts on the side of his head? I, I still need to work on the head part because I'm not too sure at how I'm going to do it. I have some felt, but he will have some bolt like those. Uh, yeah, those nuts and bolts on his neck. His neck, somehow. his neck, right? Yeah, his neck. Yep. Nice. 
What about you guys? Uh, well, JD's been on this uh, Trolls movie kick mm-hmm. for the last few months. Mm-hmm. So she is going to be Satin, which is one of the characters in the Trolls movie. Nice. Um, not a main character, actually. Um, it's funny because like Tess was like, "Oh, you want to be Poppy, who's one of the main, the, the basically the main character, the one that Anna Kendrick voices." Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah," and then <laughs> very quickly she changed her mind. She's like, "I want to be Satin," and then like I think Tess had already kind of planned out for the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Ginny got her way, so she's saddened. And then Tess has been staying up late, you know, the last two and a half weeks, probably just like, uh, well, basically since we got back from Boston, just working on the costume at night. And um, shots to her, looks pretty good. Looks, nice. Looks, looks really great. Um, does, does Tess use a sewing machine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Nice. I don't know how to use one of those. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool to learn. Yeah. Um, and then Ellis is going to be another character from the Trolls movie um, called uh-huh. uh, King Gristle. Um, so yeah, Tess made a little crown and a cape for him. Pretty cute, actually. Um, yeah, so... Nice. That's what they're dressing as this year. Well, um, were they? Did she dress? Wait, was Ellis was was he Ellis born yet? No, he was. He was. was he? he was by Halloween last year, um, but he was like three weeks. Okay. Um. But Ginny was. Ginny was last year was a character called Pokio, which oh, is yeah. uh, from one of her favorite shows that she found on YouTube at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, which was also super cute. Um, so yeah, Tess made that too, and that was that was a uh, really well made. I think uh, Tess really enjoys it, but yeah. she walked in today and she's like, "Oh man, I don't know why I didn't start sooner." I was like, "Dude, you said that last year too." She's like, "I know, <laughs> but last year was different because yeah. she was pregnant." <laughs> yeah, and she had kind of yeah. That was like. Good excuse, I guess. That was a, that was really. a good excuse, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, w- did you, were you like the, the type of person that would get really excited for Halloween? Like when you were, you know, maybe in high school, college, post-college? Yeah. Was that something you were uh, into? In high school, I, it was always fun. It was always a, a night that was a fun night to to think about and plan for but I didn't really dress up much at all from like our past elementary school but it was always a fun night in terms of you had a kind of a, a good reason that my parents allowed for us to kind of hang out in the, uh, on a weekday <laughs> yeah which is always cool. And then, um, like I mentioned before, like sometimes they'd watch scary movies or um, did some of the trick or treating. 
I remember doing much of Halloween like in college and afterwards um, until the B folks started doing a little bit of the Halloween parties. Right, right. But it's one of your favorites. Well, it is. Um, but I think a, a big part of that was, um, well, yeah, like I guess my buddy Joe, his birthday's in October, so he uh, would host like a huge party that he'd call the Boner Bash, and it was a <laughs> Halloween party, and then everyone, you know, usually did a really good job getting decked out, and that was super fun. Um and, you know, like, I I happen to work at companies where they took Halloween seriously. Like, at when I was at Hulu, mm-hmm. like, that's the biggest event, dude. That's, like, the Huluween is, like, the, the biggest, oh, nice. biggest, biggest, like, party. Yeah. And, um, you know, all the different teams, like, represent. And it's ridiculous. Um, so it's fun to kind of like be a part of that. Um, do you remember like the Homestar Runner mm-hmm. cartoons, mm-hmm. those flash cartoons? Yeah. Every, every Halloween they would, you know, uh, they'd have like a little episode where everyone's like dressed up as different things. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then they were always like really cool shout outs to like, so I think one of them was dressed up as like the Wu-Tang Clan or, or oh, nice. you know, so it was like really obscure kind of deep cut costumes. And then I had made this decision that when I was uh, at Hulu or whatever, that like I would try and dress up if i wasn't part of like some group thing i would try and um do some like super deep cuts yeah and then like the first year which was my favorite my favorite favorite costume ever was i dressed up as humpty hump from digital underground Mm -hmm. and then you know i walked in to the office and then there were people who were like oh that's so dope and there were other people that were like wait i know who you are but they didn't remember you know, it wasn't super obvious to them. Yeah. Um, and then there was another year where I grabbed three other dudes, three other coworkers, and we went as boys to men. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had like, um, I had a little like Bluetooth speaker in my pocket playing Motown Philly, and we'd like dance, <laughs> dance throughout, like as we walked through the office, <laughs> and that was fun. And, um, I think our last, our last big group one was, we were all characters from Quentin Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. So I was, um, Marcellus Wallace right after I got raped. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I had, um, I had like the bald head. Oh, I, had like, I had like a bald cap on. I had like the, um, the bandaid on my neck. I had like the, um, the ball gag around my around my neck um and a shotgun that was that was pretty fun too <laughs> you should have just walked around only saying it's i'm pretty fucking far from okay <laughs> the whole day just like far from okay yeah just answer every question <laughs> 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 yeah 
Yeah, I remember. I definitely was saying stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> so that, that was fun. Um, yeah, but you know, like it's it's weird. I I feel like I don't get as excited for Halloween now that I'm a dad. Like mm-hmm. I get excited for the kids, like for right. for Ginny and then, you know, Tess is into making the costumes and I feel like the last few years I haven't been able to really dress up unless it was for work, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like if we're going to go to like a a friend's party or go trick or treating, like I like I won't dress up as anything because I was like I didn't have time to think of anything clever or whatever, right? Yeah. Um I don't know, but I mean I I guess I still do get excited cuz I like going to parties. I like seeing what other people do, but Mhm. I'm just like the boring dad now that just doesn't do anything. So maybe those, maybe hopefully I could change that next year and represent. Well, you could use the kids as a, or Ellis maybe to, um, you could outfit Ellis and the things that you would want to dress up as before he has his own opinion. Yes, definitely. I guess you have a year. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Just well, a year that's, left. That's what we that. did with Ginny when, um, you know, when, Fu- when Pharrell was first on the, maybe he wasn't on the, yeah, he was on The Voice, but like a little bit before that, when he showed up to the Grammys and that crazy hat, that big ass hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like we dressed Ginny up um, in like an, uh, in jeans and Adidas tracksuit. And we got like a normal size um, hat, hat, ranger yeah. hat that looked super huge on her. And then we, we went <laughs> trick or treating with her. And then they're like, oh, what, what is he? Well, you know, everyone thought it was a he because he mm. was wearing a tracksuit. Yeah. But I was like, oh, no, she's Pharrell Williams. And they're like, oh, that's so cute. You know, <laughs> that, that was fun. How was that, like, trick-or-treating with her, like, the first few times? Um, It was fun. Like, I think the... The first time she really went trick or treating was when we first moved back, and I think it was the first time we the the party at Humboldt House where it was actually on Halloween, so we could actually go trick or treating. Mm-hmm. So she was, I think, two at the time. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then. So she didn't really know what the customs were or whatever. So once she kind of got used to it and saw what what was happening was where, like, you say a word, you open your bag, and you get candy, she was like, huh, <laughs> this is cool. So then the next year was, was when she, you know, knew a little bit more and could talk, and then um, we went to, we took her to the mall, and, and it was fun. It was, like, super cute, um, just... You know, it's hella cute when kids are dressed up in costume, like walking around and saying yeah, trick or treat, yeah. you know, like yep. it doesn't matter if you, if it's your kid or not, but it's just hella cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year I was thinking like, what am I going to dress um, Malcolm up next year? And I was thinking it was going to be some Keanu Reeves character. Nice. I was thinking. Matrix, um, dude. That I was thinking Ted, Theodore Logan. 
Yeah. Um, that's... I forgot what some of the ideas cut, that yeah. we had, thinking that he might be still chunky, but now that he's health thinned out, it probably changed up some of the things. But the Frankenstein is a um, is perfect for him because he could just play the role. Yeah, totally. Just by, walk, just, just by walking. Totally, totally. <laughs> or that I could we could dress him up as a, a zombie. But the Frankenstein is a little bit more fun. Yeah, Frankenstein's pretty cool. The other thing I was just thinking about, like later this week, because we went to Michael's just earlier this week, but I was just like thinking about the the colors of the felt that they had. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing all the like sewing, but I don't really sew regularly. So this is like my opportunity to sew like once a year, <laughs> which is fun. Um, I was like, oh, I should have made him a Gordon Gartrell, uh, a Denise Huxtable Gordon Gartrell. I think that that reference just flew way over my head, man. Oh, really? Did you watch? Um... The Cosby Show much? I mean, I did, but I must so the, have missed that episode. I forgot. Theo, Theo, you know, you know how like for multiple seasons there was one particular girl that he he liked and was always trying to um trying to impress and stuff. Yeah. So I think it was. I think he finally had a chance to go out with her, or just maybe some other girl. And she, he wanted to buy this um, designer t- designer shirt, but it was hell expensive. And then Denise is like, "You know what? I'll just make it for you." <laughs> and so I, she okay, made I it. See. You remember? So the 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 shirt was called it, the designer was Gordon Gartrell. And so Denise ended up making it, but <laughs> the sleeves were all messed up. The pockets were all jacked. Um, I'm like, oh, with my bad sewing ability and my bad cutting and like, you know, like having no plans for this, that would have been perfect because then it's supposed to be messed up. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Oh. Did you have like a um, a costume that you are like particularly proud of? Uh um well like i said i didn't really we didn't i didn't dress up that 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 much but um the first time the uh ram devals put had their halloween party um i think it was the first time hung and i uh made our costumes as um breakfast well we're eggs and bacon <laughs> so she was bacon and i was eggs the sunny side up egg mm-hmm. and that was pretty cool yeah, I never had, you know that's that's cute and you know our favorite things bacon plus eggs. you know we were in the backyard at some point and tone was drunk and he got mad at he was just like got really aggressive with us and was like hey breakfast <laughs> so that helps cement the 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 value of that that costume. Oh, I miss that tone. 
Well, maybe you could slip some stuff into his, um, or not stuff into his drink, but like slip him some harder alcohol and yeah, maybe get get that tone to come out again. Maybe. <laughs> How about you? Outside of the Humpty, um... yeah, that was my best one, man. That was like there. Well, let's see. What am I? Was that my best costume? I had a pretty good Indiana Jones costume for a couple of years. Mm. Mm. It was pretty cool. Um, but that's pretty easy, right? Like, right. Um. Oh, there was one year. Um, this this isn't really like that good. Uh, this wasn't my favorite, but it was like it was more punny, you know. And then, so I, I was at at the office. This was a company before Hulu, but like I got a few people on my team to um, put like the letter p on their shirts like a just mm-hmm. like a um felt felt adhesive letter p mm-hmm. and then we just painted our eyes like black so we were like the black eyed peas uh yeah i think i remember that yeah and then um oh i wore i think i i wore that to um one of the many i think the yeah uh many birthday parties or not, not birthday, Halloween parties. parties. Yeah. So we just did that. It was like, and then we were in line for food. And they're like, no, seriously, who are you guys? <laughs> I was like, are you guys from like, uh, is this from Sailor Moon? Like, I think there was like a, I think there was like <laughs> a Sailor Moon character that had like letters on their shirts or something, right? And I was like, uh-huh. I was like, no. I was like, no, think about it. Like, there's a letter P on our shirt and look at her eyes. They're like, what? What? And I was like, we're the black eyed peas. Oh. And they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I liked my boys to Ben one too. That was pretty dope. That was pretty solid. There was, um, I kind of wanted to go my last year at Hulu. I wanted to be um, MC Search from third base. Uh-huh. And like, I was calling this barbershop because I wanted someone to to draw like the third base logo <laughs> on the back of my head, yeah, like the way that he did in on that uh, the Cactus album uh, cover, yeah. And I was just gonna get like big glasses and wear like baggy jeans and Timberland and, and like a thick ass coat and a turtleneck and a chain. Um, but nobody responded back to, <laughs> so I had to like nix that idea. That's a really, de- I mean, you talk about a deep cut. That's a really, really deep cut. Oh, I know. I know. Then that's what I wanted. I wanted to be like this super obscure, <laughs> deep cut hip hop, white, a white rapper, mm-hmm. like in the midst of the golden era. Right. Like, yeah. um, helped, uh, bring up Nas by the way. He did. Yeah. Back to the Grill was his first verse, right? Was it? Wasn't it? It might have. I, I know that he um produced some of his like first few like 
or at least one of his first um, tracks, but. I mean, Nazwa came up anyway, but thanks to NC Search for opening that initial door for him. For sure. Um, yeah, man, I would have loved that. Like, I think only two people probably would have, especially <laughs> I was at Hulu and then, you know, there weren't that, there weren't that many people that were like my age or older. Um, so that would have been a super deep cut, super duper deep. Um, but I probably would have been, if someone knew they'd be like my best friend forever i'd be like you get it you get me man we're best friends now um yeah so that was my uh that was my like costume that got away i can still do it i'm fat enough now i think that i could look like the real mc search from back then Still a deep cut. I don't know if anyone's gonna catch it, even if like, yeah. <laughs> that's tr- that's true, dude. <laughs> Whether if I was skinny or fat, like no one's gonna get that. <laughs> like who? Do you that know who'd get that? Shea Serrano. Maybe explain like, MC Search from Third Base, Gas Face. Right. Like. Thing. I-, I would have would I, I would probably have to like walk around with like photos. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would have to walk around with photos of that. Your reference um you know but that's the worst that's the worst kind of costume is when you have to reference you have to like walk around with uh like a picture showing who you are so right. okay maybe that's the maybe that's the worst costume idea I ever had <laughs> <laughs> um oh so do you want to talk about horror movies real quick yeah, yeah, yeah. So, actually, are you into horror movies? I am. Like, um, like the new style horror, like the James Wan, like Conjuring, and that. Mm-hmm. You are. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess I was think I I'm not really into horror movies, um, like the jumpy horrors, but. Yeah. I figured this is Halloween. We could kind of talk a little bit about it, but I saw um, two kind of independent films uh, that were highly rated um, or highly reviewed with last year. It was like um, It Follows and The Witch. Mm-hmm. Did you see okay. either of those? I watched It Follows. I really wanted to watch The Witch, but I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. What did you think of It Follows? I don't I think I I enjoyed it and I also was like kind of underwhelmed by it but I think that was because I had high expectations going in <laughs> because it it was um very highly reviewed like it was like uh yeah I was too hyped too hyped up right I think it was too hyped up and so I was I ended up kind of just being really kind of disappointed in it um but it's way better than a lot of other horror movies i've, I've watched because <laughs> I'll, I'll give i'll give horror movies a shot you know just because I, I i like watching them but what did you think about it 
I liked it. I thought it was um I thought it was like a pretty simple concept that was mm-hmm. pretty well executed. Like mm-hmm. um I didn't feel like there were any cheap jump scares. Yeah. Uh everything seemed kind of like earned for me. Yeah. Um and I just kind of like the end. Uh, uh, you know, it was like it was like a it was like a love story, which was weird about which was kind of weird about it. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of one of my favorite things. Yeah. Um. And like the, the kind of like the sacrifice that the dude did to kind of get the ghost to not follow. Right. The 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 girl that he liked. Mm. Um and I thought that was like kind of like a clever play on or a clever angle rather right. to to that to that film and to that genre. You should check out The Witch though. Um, yeah. I really I've been really wanting to watch that one. Yeah, The Witch was I really, really liked it wasn't like scary or like it didn't have really any jump scares mm-hmm. um but it's it's one of those that um it's kind of creepy and it kind of sticks with you for a while nice which i which i like you know yeah. in in some ways like blair witch was kind of like that like yeah. the ending of blair witch kind of sticks with you yeah and there is certainly some aspects of um the witch that that definitely stick with you, and I, I was I was really into it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, where'd you watch it, or how'd you watch it? Is it streaming? Um, I I think I rented The Witch on iTunes. Okay. It follows was on Netflix, I think, at some point. I think so. I think it's on a. Uh... No, it's something else that's on there. Um, I think Amazon might have the witch or it did recently yeah because i was like oh man it's on amazon and i already rented it but you know it was fine there's one on um hbo that i've been wanting to watch it's lights out but i don't know anything about that um yeah i'm always searching for like it doesn't matter what kind of genre of horror, like if it's a slasher or supernatural or mm-hmm. psychological or jumpy or whatever. Um, I like watching horror films to find the ones that I really like, but a lot of times they're really bad. Well, what um, are what are your favorite like horror films? The recent ones, uh, The Conjuring. Hmm. Okay. And then Conjuring Two, I thought was really good too. But what what is I, it about those? I kind of the ones that stick with me the most. I, I like the uh, kind of have a more of an old school vibe. Um, one I really liked from the '90s was What Lies Beneath. What lies Do you remember beneath? That? It was Michelle Pfeiffer and Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, yeah. But that wasn't, that didn't, it wasn't classically horror. That was, was not more of a thriller or like supernatural thriller. 
It was a supernatural thriller. Thriller. Well, it was a horror, I think. Because I'm trying well, to think, it's, like, it's what, supernatural horror. What would I have seen that in the horror in the like? If I was at Hollywood Video or Blockbuster, would that have been in the horror? I think maybe, so. Because it has maybe. a it, I, that's a it, ghost, right? It has a ghost, and yeah, it was that's a, true. It was about a haunting and stuff. I liked what you know. What I liked about that was that um, it's still an issue I have with a lot of movies is the overscoring of movies. And um, what, what lies beneath, I felt like it was it was paced at like the old like seventies pace, um, or really try to mess with your head and all that stuff. As much as I like slashers and other things too, but um, but recently I think Conjuring was my favorite um, horror film. Yeah, like uh, Sixth Sense, you would probably consider horror, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Until you get to the end. <laughs> And that was spoiled. I remember that being spoiled. Oh, Sixth Sense was spoiled me. for you? Sort of. Like One of my friends was like... They were talking about it, and they were talking about a twist. And so when I was watching it, I was... Not on purpose, but I was just like really conscious that I had to catch something because there's a twist. And at some point, I recognized, I'm like, oh, dude, I think he's dead. Oh, I see. Um, and then it happened I'm like oh man so now it's like I'd rather you, you not talk about anything that has a twist and don't tell me it has a twist because I'm going to try to find a twist <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a bunch of like well I like the ghost movies but um Recently, I, I was I was hoping to find like the original Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street, just because it's Halloween, it's um horror movie season. Yeah, I just wanted to watch it. Yeah, I want I wanted to watch Pet Cemetery actually the other the other day. Oh, you mentioned I, it yeah. last. You mentioned it last time. Yeah. That, um, that was Pet Cemetery was um, also something that stuck with me for a while. Mm-hmm. Beyond uh, Gage and his the Achilles thing, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely beyond the Achilles thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any favorite horror movies? Even though. You said that you don't really watch them regularly. Um, maybe Alien, that like Alien and Aliens. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything more current. Yeah. You know what I liked, and I know it wasn't really reviewed very well, and it's definitely not. Um definitely doesn't have like the aura of the original as we're talking about reboots but um the texas chainsaw massacre re 
the reboot in with Jessica Biel. I'm pretty sure I saw that, but I don't really remember that much of it. I just really liked it just because it was. Was it that was completely? Oh, go ahead. Oh, was that one of the ones that Rob Zombie did, or no? I don't know if Rob Zombie. I don't think Rob Zombie did that one. Okay. It is like kind of the complete opposite of what lies beneath, like The Conjuring, because it was just pretty much just fast or like uh, the intensity and the disturbing intensity of it was just pretty much full throttle for I don't know like 45 minutes to an hour to the point like when we I watched it with art because we like to have some mandates for uh, horror movies Mm -hmm. we did that one and I was just like man I'm told we walked out and I was kind of speechless because I'm like were you exhausted? <laughs> I'm really, I'm really exhausted and disturbed right now. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> That's how I was at uh, after Mad Max Fury Road. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got out of that with Tess, and I was just like, "Dude, I'm just catching my breath right now." Yep. Right, like, yeah. Because that, yeah, that doesn't really ease up at all. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say, like, The Witch was one of my, the most recent, like, scary movie that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Cool, I gotta, I gotta check that out. I've been wanting to watch that. Um, so, what do you think, like, so if, uh, if Malcolm was, you know, a little bit older and he said he wanted to watch like a scary movie which one would you introduce him to shoot that's a good question but let's say that like you know it's not like he's seven or eight right like this is maybe I mean I don't know how old were you when you watched your first scary movie like, Yeah, you know I was thinking about this I watched some horror film that was a Disney movie. And I, I don't remember what it was, but that totally f- messed with my head. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't, wasn't into scary movies for a long time. Cause dude, I don't, I, yeah, I watched jaws when I was young and that shit scared the crap out of me, dude. Yeah. I did not want to go into the water at all for a long time. Yep. I was thinking about Jaws right now. We were talking about horror movies. I watched that when I was really young, too. I love that movie. Um, oh, Jaws but, is great, dude. And as far as I remember, I like Jaws, too, but I'm, my taste might have changed. But <laughs> um, I like Jaws 4, so Jaws the Revenge. Revenge. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what it was, but it's uh, a good... I don't know. What would you do? I don't know, man. Like, maybe it'll be that that part in Beauty and the Beast when um when the dad gets chased by the by the wolves. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. right? No, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like. I mean the the horror movies 
are going to be so different, right? Like mm-hmm. by the time they're they're old, I don't know. Uh, no, I I probably wouldn't do Exorcist. Oh hell no, <laughs> nothing with um. But see, it's weird because I think The Exorcist was crazy for me. It was because I grew up Catholic. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ginny and Ellis, like they don't, I don't know. They probably won't really grow up, you know, the way I did in terms of what we thought about God and the devil and right. stuff like that, right? Right. And being possessed and stuff like that. So... I don't know if it'll have as much of an impact on them as it did for me. Right. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the exorcist. I mean, I was, I, I already mentioned that I got freaked out, but, uh, I think cause of the, um, I think, if you grow up believing that ghosts exist, that movie will really f you up, right? Yeah, dude. If you grow up not thinking like ghosts exist, and you just think, "Oh, this is a, a scary movie. It, it's crazy," but you you move on and you go like, "Yeah, I don't believe anything like this could ever happen." So it doesn't matter. As, you know, you're going to have a different experience. Yeah. Um, but, you know, growing up believing that ghosts exist and having evil ones. <laughs> yeah, and like you growing up in a Catholic household yeah, with all that, all of that stuff. That's. Uh... I'm getting chills. Yeah. Right. I'm getting chills right now thinking of like exorcist, man. Yeah. The funny thing with Exorcist after I think I said this is after I ended up watching horror movies, I uh, watched Exorcist in college. We rented it from Blockbuster, but we ended up renting like the 20th anniversary or 25th anniversary edition, which instead of starting the movie and then having a documentary at the end, they started with like a making of kind of retrospective. So and it, it really just took you out of it right it took away. You out of it Cause then it, it basically talked to you about it. It outlined. Yeah. Some of the crazy stuff that happened on the cast, you know, like there was deaths and accidents and all that stuff, but they also discussed how they did the, the special effects. And so you're, you're seeing how like the sausage is made before you eat the sausage. So, you know, the sausage isn't necessarily going to have the same impact as if you're just, you know, um, and I had already been watching horror movies. So, you know, as a different mindset, but I basically, basically I fell asleep (laughs) to that movie twice I think I, I fell asleep that that night and I tried to watch it again and I fell asleep again. <laughs> and I've watched it since then and it's like, um, it's a great horror film, but it doesn't have that same effect. Hmm. But I'm, I'm kind of desensitized. Although, I remember watching Paranormal Activity 
once and um this is probably relatively early on when Hung and I were watching it. I think she oh dating and I think she might have watched it too, which was probably a bad decision on her part. But um <laughs> I I like scary movies, like horror movies and all this stuff, and I don't trip off of it. But <laughs> after watching that film, she w- went to sleep, and I was like walking around, going to the bathroom, brushing my teeth and stuff. And I'm like, I'm gonna keep this light on right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it definitely got to me. <laughs> but. Oh yeah. So the answer to that question, I don't know what I would show Malcolm. Maybe um, the Sixth Sense, because then you could kind of talk afterwards and say, "Well, the ghost was friendly. The ghost was trying to help." Right. Um, well, no, but like by then, he he would already know that. Like he would, you know, like you're. Uh, I'm assuming that maybe the first one he'll watch is maybe 11, 12, 12 years old. Oh, at 12? Shoot. I was thinking like a little earlier. No, I mean, I I think that'd be like child abuse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the sixth sense, I think that because it's not like, it's not violent and there's not blood. It's more of like kind of a... um, no, I mean, but that that our... scene in when he's in the tent and then like No, that's true. That's hella scary, dude. <laughs> oh, with um um Misha Barton? Oh yeah, that was Misha Barton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit's hella scary, man. Yeah, you know, you're right. And the the kitchen scene when like all the um cabinets are open. Yeah, dude. And like it totally freaks them out. I remember actually, you know what, my my sister watched Poltergeist when she was um in elementary school, I think, or junior high, that effed her up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Poltergeist Two was, I think, you know, Poltergeist One was the the, the TV, obviously, but Poltergeist Two was all about mirrors. Oh hell no! Yeah, yeah. and I think that messed her up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd probably stray away from. Well, let's see, yeah, eleven or twelve. Well, I guess by I eleven or twelve, huh? It'll be weird because, like, maybe he'll be the one that'll be like, "Hey, let's watch this movie." Yeah, and he'll be like, "All right." It's like, maybe what? Maybe the deal is, it's like, okay, if you want to watch something, then you have to watch something with me. Yeah. So then the point will be to scare them. Right. <laughs> well, because you know, like, his eleven and twelve, like, media access is gonna be way different than ours, right? Yeah, for sure. So he's like he's gonna grow up with hella ghost shows on TV and YouTube. So he might already be desensitized to it by eleven or twelve. That's true. Uh, whereas for us, we kind of we had movies, but we also just had like ghost stories. Yeah, and I was thinking about it like the other day, like my second year confirmation <laughs> we were just you know confirmation retreats i mean you know like yeah there's all that church stuff but really it's a bunch of high school kids getting to hang out yeah you know for sure and so Overnight, our room yeah the four of us 
we were just talking about like ghost stories and like family members supposedly hearing the devil and all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're out in the woods. We're out in like Santa Cruz. Right, right. Like somewhere. But, um, and that was hella fun. I had a pretty good ghost story, but I I totally forgot it. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff, like, you know, like, uh, honestly, like, once we had our first trip to the Philippines, because, you know, the, I don't know if you know, but the ghost stories in the Philippines are crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty crazy. And because of, you know, a mix of, like, the Catholicism and a little bit of, like, just, like, uh, superstition and all that stuff that a lot of Filipinos carry that the ghosts are all real. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Right. They're hella real. Whether or not, you know, they're not or whatever, but hearing the stories, it's like, yeah, I don't want to go outside right now. Or I'm going to keep this light on. <laughs> and I'm like, if I wake up, I am not. I am not opening my eyes. <laughs> Do you have one that you would show Jenny or Alice? Nah, not really. I mean, I, I don't know. I think your point about BD access being super different when they when they grow up. Yeah. is uh, a really good point and who knows what what they're going to be desensitized to you know mm-hmm. um, I mean when it when it becomes time to do like a bonding thing where you can show like oh this is what really scared me or whatever I don't know man um Maybe Alien. Alien is pretty freaking creepy. Do you want to start talking about what we're into recently? You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. The one thing is because of the horror movies and all the wrestling that... uh, I've been watching. Actually, you know what? I, I thought I wrote something down and erased it. I watched Get Out as, as we're talking about horror movies. I finally sat down and watched Get Out. Uh huh. The Jordan Peele right horror film is really good. Uh, it definitely is a horror film, but it's also not a horror film. Uh, I recommend it to anyone that wants to watch a a good like thriller. Um, obviously has a little bit of social uh, commentary. A little. I thought it's like pretty overt. I mean, it's overt, but at the same time, it's also because it's so overt that it's it as a horror film. It's a fun take from um, a different kind of take since, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. you know, Black folks are always be the first ones killed in most horror films. Um, but, you know, it's because it's so overt, it's not 
super serious right you know right yeah Did you, have you have you watched it no not yet i think it's on hbo yeah. soon so i'm gonna mm-hmm. check it yeah so i wasn't I, I knew that there was some social commentary to it i just didn't know exactly what it was gonna be and then as i watched it because it was so like over the top um with you know like as key and peel do they they know how to really mix in the the over the top stuff sure to make it really like ridiculous right but also slip in the reality of yeah, <laughs> in yeah, terms yeah. Of social uh and it's, it's just well it's the guy from atlanta yeah. right oh uh, he's part of it he, oh, he's he has a he, he has a oh right role. right right i think that's he's, right. he's a supporting role yeah um the lead, but that was fun the lead is like an english dude i think probably and then the co-lead is uh what's her name um brian williams daughter in oh marnie from girls Ugh. yeah okay yeah. that's no she's fine allison williams is probably fine it's just that character in girls character. that i hate um but i watched that and then all the wrestling and so every november is from this organization called nano remo or nano rimo which is a mashup of words called national novel writing month Mm. and so what they try to do is get people to write well not they do but the push is for people to write 50,000 words a 50,000 word novel and part of it is it's a fundraiser because they're a non-profit they do writing workshops and do other kind of like creative writing things with uh in a community particularly like youth classes yeah and so i actually did it once and actually completed the fifty thousand. i never Whoa. finished that book yeah but props it dude. was a, props thanks <laughs> it's a badly written book but um at least i got to the, the hey, finish line you got to the finish line bro that's that that yeah. means a lot yeah totally and i've never gotten even close to it ever since i had to do a lot of like catch up some nights and weekends and stuff because then like really if you don't if you fall behind three or four days you're kind of asked out unless you hide out damn Um, but my cousin emailed a bunch of us and said hey interested in doing this again i'm like oh i'll be down so i've been thinking about it um and like the ideas i had in my head revolve around something like is it gonna be about wrestling yeah dude uh is it gonna be around a horror or is it gonna be like um a murder story what about what about all three well that's the that's where i'm kind of leading to and it's like i don't know how to write that but hey they say for the, this thing, it's like November is for writing and December's and beyond is for editing. But I am going to go dive in on, try to dive in on that um, and see where that goes. Because then if you actually do it per day, the, the number of words isn't too bad since, you know, you're yeah. 
it's not meant to to do quality in a in a month. But yeah, if you don't, but you you're pretty much asked out. Damn. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna dive into that by the time our next episode is out. And the other thing, just as a quick uh, what I'm into, and I'm not sure if I'm really into it, is you know we talked about tv shows that we're going to check out this season Mm -hmm. so i I checked out the gifted it's the x-men related tv show right and i've only watched two episodes i thought the second episode was a lot better than the first episode the pilot and i'll have to say about the pilot it was why i couldn't really stand it. it was pretty much the it's about a family right it's a family a mom and dad the two kids are mutants. They're on the run. The dad is works for the government. Actually trying to... I don't know. Is on some kind of mutant task force. But... The kids pretty much... In all their scenes... Pretty much were just yelling. <laughs> just yelling. No! <laughs> I'll do it! I'm like, oh fuck. I can't stand child actors like teen like most child actors including teenage actors <laughs> well which, For, which which brings up yeah. like stranger things season two yeah. which just got released mm-hmm. did you watch stranger things i did did you like it i did um and actually those kids i enjoyed those kids acting oh, okay but I did. I it took me a while to finally get through the whole season. Mm. But I did like it. What about you? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it as much as other people do, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, I thought Winona Ryder overacted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. You know, the kids seemed kind of, like in general they were pretty earnest. Yeah. And believable. Um they did get kind of annoying, but then kids do get kind of annoying. So yeah, uh, that was fine. But yeah, I'm not in a huge rush to see season two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll get around to it. Yeah. Well, speaking of Netflix, have you watched any of Mindhunter? No, I've been hearing a lot about it though. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about it. We watched the first two episodes so far. Yeah. They're pretty good. What's the premise for that? There's this dude who is a... He's a... uh, What are those things? Um, Like a hostage... uh, Mediator? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, And so he works for the FBI is it FBI and he basically is gets into psychology you know so it's not just like this whole idea like oh this person is just bad and so it's kind of like this whole like him exploring the psychology of serial killers and then so with that interest he starts to interview various serial killers that have been caught and are in prison. 
hmm. to better his ability to educate other agents and law enforcement on how to be a better hostage um, mediator, whatever the term is that they are. Okay. Yeah. Wait, any any actors that any famous actors in it? No, I don't really know any of the actors in it. It's a David Fincher series, though. Oh, all right, cool. I'm in. So his name is the um, yeah. All right, I'm in. But yeah, Netflix. What else do you um? Uh, I caught uh, this podcast called Dirty John. I saw it pop up on my Facebook feed because uh, one of my friends had said, oh, I, I just binged this. I just finished it. It was crazy. And I was like, huh, what's what's this about? So I, I looked up, looked it up, and it's basically from, it's like a true crime. Um, I think it's from the LA Times. Hmm. And uh, this guy was investigating... He's basically the crime reporter in kind of Orange County, like deep Orange County, um, like the rich, rich Orange County. Mm-hmm. And then I guess there isn't much. And then there's one case that that came up, um, and it involved this like Orange County cougar, um, like you know, a, a woman, not like a, not like not like right. an animal cougar. <laughs> yes. But uh, she basically falls for this guy who ends up being this, uh, he's kind of like a grifter, con man. Mm-hmm. But he's like, um, he's not who he says he is. And it's about um, her getting tricked and her family trying to figure out who this dude is. And then the deeper they they get into it, uh, like his past, um, the more dangerous they discover that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a how many episodes is it? Maybe like six, six or seven episodes. Um, but it's hmm. good. I mean, if you enjoyed like the storytelling of like Serial or S Town, or you know, it's yeah. Um, you know, it's it's definitely worth a listen. It was uh pretty compelling. It's um. I don't think I, I really like hated the, this dirty John guy. Like I really hated him towards the end. Right. He's like, a yeah, but you're just compelled by the, the story and like this, the pull that he has over all these people that he comes in contact with, you know? Right. But yeah, it was a good one. Um, I'd recommend that, uh, for folks who are kind of into true crime and, you know, I don't know when we're getting a new serial or whatever. So that's, that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Oh, I'm reading my second Star Wars little book called, um, it's like Star Wars Battlefront Inferno Squad. And it's uh, basically a novel that, that revolves around the main character of the video game. Mm -hmm. I think I may have mentioned it previously. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but uh, I hadn't actually started reading it until uh, my trip to Boston. So I finished the other book, Thrawn. Yeah, it's okay. Uh-huh. It's fine. I, I realized that these books are probably just like fine. They're not going to be literary achievements in any way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah. So whatever. But it's cool. I think hopefully it'll be like good. Uh, good like a uh, appendix or like good side material or supplementary material to the video game, which I already pre-ordered. Ah, uh, so you know, just kind of waiting on that. Yeah, um, I've not yet pre-ordered that. Yeah, I. You know, like uh, I think on the pod in the previous episodes, you're saying how like you use your um, rewards points yeah. towards like gift certificates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I had some points expiring from a card that I don't use anymore, so I was like, "Fuck it, let's just let's just uh, redeem all these points right now." So I got like right. two hundred fifty dollars in Amazon, like huh. two hundred on. Um, on PlayStation Store, so I was like, "Sweet, oh, that's a lot of points, man." I know. Well, it wasn't. It was a old card. Huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm still waiting to figure. I'm trying to figure out what to use on the Amazon, but I think I already bought like Little Big Planet three. I play oh, that. I, I play that with Ginny, so yeah. we have fun with that. I bought like a Tekken game. I used to love Tekken, man. Yeah. Like, I got the PS1 because of Tekken, actually. Really? Because that was my favorite favorite arcade game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. Are you watching any of the World Series? Uh, we kind of watch it here and there. Same. Uh, usually when in between, like, episode, like, commercials for, or, like, timeouts for basketball in between warrior, warrior stuff yeah yeah i you're going for the astros i assume yep jose altuve baby i love that guy yeah i am i'm down for altuve i'm uh josh reddick's on that team right even though he disrespects um, the flag by wearing it as as a, <laughs> as a speedo, a speedo. Yeah. <laughs> There's many layers to this baseball thing. Yeah, um, definitely. And that dude. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, And I'm generally not a fan of the Dodgers, but I was cheering for them in terms of the other teams that they ended up having to play in the NLCS. Not to this point where I was actually watching and cheering them on, but, you know, I, I was preferring them to win. But... Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, sh- shouts to shouts to my Dodger friend, Dodger fan friends. You know, got to know quite a bit of them when I lived in LA, yeah. and uh, you know they had to endure uh, the Giants run. So, you know, I, I feel them. I, f- I feel them, and uh, you know they're enjoying it. It's mm-hmm. a bit for for a lot of these fans. Like they were like super young when the last time they made it, right? Shoot, 88? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was a bad year for me in baseball. 
That's why I've hated the Dodgers ever since. Because <laughs> they beat the Mets in the NLCS, and, and then, then they the obviously A's. beat the A's in the World Series. So, um, regardless if I was a Giants fan or not, or cheering for the Giants, I just have been a Dodgers hater. Right, right. Um, but I've got, I'll let it go. I have other things to worry about. And I really like Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> I do too. Like, I love watching that guy pitch. You know, like, the more I watch him pitch, though, I'm like, dude, when is this? Because uh... his, his motion doesn't seem, like, sustainable. Right. Yeah, he has a little weird hitch at the beginning. You know, and... Yeah. Like when, when you compare compare it to like Madison Bumgarner and how like he just Madison when Madison Bumgarner pitches when he throws it mm-hmm. just looks so natural like right. it doesn't even look like he's throwing that hard right but when Kershaw pitches and he's not the only pitcher that's like this but obviously but you just kind of wonder is like when is is this gonna break down. You know, kind of right. like Lincecum, right? But, right. Because yeah. a bigger dude. That's very true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what do you think? Dead moment time? Yeah. Uh, you got one? I don't actually have one. Well, yeah, I do have one. Um,. So Tess had uh, another conference, but it was a local one, which in Monterey, uh, which meant that um, I had to basically take care of the kids um, kind of by myself. Not by myself because grandma helps. You know, grandma lives downstairs and she can help out. Um, But it was kind of like no extra help from tests to kind of put the kids down. Usually one of us takes the other. Um, But thankfully grandma was able to watch Ellis for a little while. And it, you know, the biggest thing was the, sometimes Ellis still wakes up in the middle of the night because he needs, um, he needs that boob to to, to nurse. Mm -hmm. Um, But with mommy gone, like it had to be like a bottle. And I was kind of worried about that, seeing if, like is it is it enough is like a a bottle of whole milk or even um just breast milk going to be enough turned out it was actually uh uh that first night he slept he slept all almost all the way through so i was hella happy always nice yep cannot beat the all night sleep yeah Yep, and then you know it was also like um, Ginny's Ginny's routine. So actually, the first night Ellis went down, and I was like, oh, "Okay, Ginny, you don't have school, so l- let's stay up and play Little Big Planet." So, <laughs> so she was just watching me play Little Big Planet, and then I was like, uh, "We're only doing this because mommy's not here." <laughs> mommy, mommy would have made you. Mommy would have made you go to sleep. Um, but yeah, that was gonna that was that's gonna be in the future. Gonna be me in the future too. It's like okay, mommy's not here. All right, we'll stay up. 
post that up and play and play video you can play video games with me <laughs> yeah so that's a, that a pretty good dead moment right there <laughs> yeah you know you can't beat that nah man i think don't tell mom might be like a um a recurring segment <laughs> i mean not a or regular not. one just yeah. the recurring yeah yeah or maybe not because i, I don't want to <laughs> i don't want to sell myself out it's right. okay she doesn't listen anymore anyway <laughs> <laughs> what about you man last week uh malcolm was sick again at home i think it was last week and he uh I was home with him one day and then he had a cold and he had a cough. So it was just all regular stuff. And then I noticed at some point middle of the day, he was, well, one, he was got really upset and I don't know what it was particularly about. And he was so upset that, um, it seemed like his breathing was changing, Hmm. but the thing is like he had a cold. So he had this, the runny nose and all that stuff. So it could have been that. So then I was like trying to listen to him breathe and I would hear some kind of whistling, but I wasn't sure if it was from his like nasal um, passage. Cause then, you know, his nose was all stuffy. Yeah. Or if he was actually wheezing. And because he was so upset every time I would try to, um, I had him in the saucer and I would like sit or I would lean in and try to listen in to his, uh, his lungs I wasn't sure if I was hearing his nose or his lungs because, you know, he's still a small body. And then um, I was like, oh, I really need to go to the doctor. And then trying to figure that out and trying to scramble in, uh, by myself. So I kind of had my first little mini freak out in terms of being a dad. Because oh, um, all the other, other times, like, it's been like, I haven't had to deal with it straight up because it's the been the one that has had to deal with some of her his initial like emergency room stuff yeah um, I, I guess I, we were we were together too for the, another one so it was my it was the first time like it was by myself and like shoot if he's wheezing and I can't get a doctor's appointment do I have to bring him into the emergency room um and I think the the freak out part of it was that I couldn't really get a good read on it because he was upset so I you know, I don't know if he was breathing worse because he was upset or if he was sick or if it was just right. his nose. So right. it was, you know, like a two minute kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, call the doctor, <laughs> <laughs> call the advice nurse. I was like, I knew, like, I knew I should probably get him to the doctor. And then eventually that was what we did. And we were able to get a appointment. And then the doctor said, yeah, his breathing isn't, you know, it's it's a good good thing that you guys brought him in. It was the right thing to do. I'm like, then, you know, but for that few short minutes where I couldn't, it's it's one of those things where it's like you just don't know, right? Yeah, for sure. And sometimes that's the worst part is like you can't assess it properly. And that's, that's kind of, I was like, man, kind of just had a little freak out here. Dude, actually, you know, I I did remember another dad moment that was uh, 
that was kind of it was uh let's see that's the best way to describe it well anyway so we had ellis's vaccination like his yearly appointment like his um one year doctor's appointment Mm -hmm. right so he had Mm -hmm. to get some some shots to for some vaccinations so i don't know why i think just for convenience sake we brought Ginny with us right so Ginny was with us in the room he got his you know he got checked out he came in for these shots the nurse came in and he got four shots mm-hmm. and then um you know two on each leg so he got his first shot started crying and um and he started really really crying because it hurt and then I was trying to calm Ellis down and then we look over and then Ginny's crying because she's su- was like super empathetic yeah and um she was like sad for Ellis because the nurse was like hurting him with the shots and then it you know it probably like made her uh it made her upset that he was getting shots and then now she was scared of herself getting shots and then we were like right. you know i think tess started tearing up because Ginny was crying and it was just <laughs> like afterwards i was like okay maybe we won't bring Ginny anymore or you know right but but now like i think it's ingrained in her head that she's gonna have to get shots you know like because mm-hmm. even you know even a, a day after she was just like i don't want ellis to get shots and I was like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but he has to, you know, it's, it's so that he can be healthy. And then I was like, yeah, you know, you're going to have to get him too, but you know what? You're brave. You know, it only hurts for a little bit, you know? Right. Um, so in a couple of months, I guess we'll see what's up with her. Hopefully last year we were able to kind of get away with it because we kind of tricked her. Oh. <laughs> You know, like how the nurse was already there, um, uh-huh. and then you know we were talking to the nurse, and then uh, we were like, "Hey, so do you want us to just hold her?" And she's like, "Yeah." So then, um, basically, Ginny was facing us, and then just kind of had uh, was kind of like straddling us, you know. And then um, the nurse just came right around and like poked her with one shot really quick and then pulled it out. And then I think Ginny like looked and was like, what was that? <laughs> and it's like, you're done. You, you got your shot. And she's like, ow. Yeah. Like, she didn't cry or anything. Like, mm-hmm. but because I mean, they're super quick. Like, honestly, the, I think it's the anticipation that's worse is the worst part. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the one, I think the nurse who gave Ellis her shot or his shot, uh, I think she was kind of struggling because she we we put Ellis in a study, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, I think to see if you get fever after the specific vaccination, right? So right. we decided that we wanted to be a part of the study, and then the the nurse who administered the shot was the one who was also in charge of all the studies. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she necessarily does them every single day like the other nurses do. Right, so the other nurses are like really good about just like, okay, wipe it down real quick, 
shot out, you know, shot Band-Aid out and out of the room, like right away, right? Like they know. But I think this one, this next, uh, this nurse was, she was doing it. And I think she had like, she had trouble just kind of like pushing the little uh, injection in. So I think that hurt a little bit more and Mm -hmm. she just wasn't as efficient or as fast as some of the other nurses. So I think Ellis was in a bad way. Right. But, you know, Ellis was a champ, you know, like he was walking or he was trying to like uh, on his legs. He was kind of uh, a little annoyed the rest of that day. But, you know, the study was to try and check to see if he would get a fever or if his demeanor would change but he was perfectly normal the rest of the way it was just that first night mm-hmm. that's good yeah but man like it was actually really kind of bittersweet to see Ginny being upset because her brother was upset you know that was right. like that was, right. it was a pretty it was pretty cute but also heartbreaking All right, so thanks again for listening to the Pop Culture Podcast. Just a quick reminder, we do have a vlog on YouTube. Um, Posted a travel video from our trip to Boston, which is pretty fun. And uh, you can definitely add us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, at Pop Culture Pod. I still want to shout out to folks who are helping out with the fire victims. Um, If you can help in any way, please do so course if you haven't already please subscribe give us a short review this is something that we really enjoy and uh i hope it comes across uh in our pod so let us know and definitely continue to engage with us on facebook um and twitter i don't think we do instagram so much these days not so much yeah anyway so once again this is anton this is john thanks for listening and see you next time